right, everybody. Welcome back to Budding Business, episode 10. Um, Chase Gibson. I'm Michael Nikoski. And we're here with Mr. AJ Williams, yes, Coach sir. Williams. Yes, sir. It's great to have you on, brother. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Seriously, it's a huge honor to be here. All right. Yeah. Let so me get right into it. Yeah. So we'll just start giving, let, let you introduce yourself, kind of what you do here at Loveland. Yeah. Uh, my name is AJ Williams, also known as Coach Will. Uh, I am a football coach. I coach varsity D line and JV head coach. I'm also the freshman basketball coach. And on top of that, I am the study hall monitor and diversity club coordinator. So do a little bit of wearing, wear a lot of hats, you know, that's yeah. what we do. That's what we do. Okay, sorry. So I want to talk about, like you you said, you're the study hall monitor. Yes. So I I had, I didn't write this down, but I had kind of a question I came up with. So I'm in your study hall, first bell. And I I was actually in your study hall last year too, but this bell, uh, this year, I noticed like you do different, like, different themes for each day. Can you yeah, kind of talk yeah. about that? Because it's a little love bit that. different. Love you could that. just be Absolutely. like a you yeah. could just be like a laid back study hall teacher who does nothing, but you're really like engaged. So yeah, yeah, for me it's about daily affirmations. I'm one of those people where I write my goal on my mirror so I can look at it every day. And then every day I have something to kind of get us through the day. Uh with daily affirmations, I find that there are times in our life where we kind of don't have the enthusiasm, we don't have the drive, we don't have the discipline. And what these affirmations are daily, whether it's Money Monday, so that's where we put our deposit down for the week, right? Monday Sorry. is normally one of the harder days of the week. So right. for me, making Money Monday, you know, Eminem, Money, money Bag Monday, anything that you can kind of put a little emphasis on, like, we got to start week fresh, man. We got to be able to bring our all and start this week off right. And then leading us in a terrific Tuesday where it's like Tuesday, man, there's no end in sight. You know what I mean? The, the week is still early on and you got a lot to do going right into Worry Free Wednesday, which is hugely. Worry Free Wednesday is actually one of my favorite days mm. beside it being hum day. But it, 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 Worry Free to me, the negative connotations, those self-doubting things, all those things that kind of matriculate through those first two days. And now you kind of got to have this day of like, I'm smack dab in the middle and I've got to figure out where I can go. And if it has been a crappy week, because sometimes that happens, mm-hmm. how I can kind of deter that and make the rest of the week go well. So, you know, right into Thankful Thursday, which is also, I think that's the thing we forget. I think we forget as people that is a gift to open your eyes every day. I think that we take that for granted. I think that, you know, for me, Thankful Thursday is we like to read a quote or we like to just do something awesome for somebody that day, whether that's a compliment, right? We've all had those one or two things that take us out of our way right into, you know, Fantastic Friday, Phenomenal Friday, whatever you want to call that. Um, Friday, game day, shawty, right? Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right? like as, as you guys know, the, it, it is it is pretty much how we can bring enthusiasm to each day. You know, that, mm-hmm. that that's what we're doing. And you know how it is, man. You got to lie to yourself even on days when you don't have it. So right. that yeah. that's... As a teacher, whether lawyer in the courtroom on a big day, get yourself up, geared up for however you can. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. So you talked about your D-line coach, JBA football coach, yes. first basketball coach, odd titles yes. through sports. Can you just kind of take me through your journey through sports and how you got involved in that? Because I know I know, it's, I know, it's a long story. So uh, The journey for me, man, I'm a mama's boy. Let's start there. Uh, my mom is the most incredible woman I know. Um my mom had to do both, right? My mom and I, we grew up with my dad was there at times, but also times it was just me and her. So 
I've always wanted to make my mom proud and still do to this day, right? And that's kind of what my journey with sports fell in love with because whether it was your mom dropping you off and her just, you know, I mean, that's a lot of naps in the car during practice, right? Those are a lot of game days traveling. You know how it is. I mean, you guys have done sports and activities. So it, it for me, it was always about making my mom proud. And then I finally, um, you know, coach for reasons or not, ended up getting at Sycamore High School, um, where I was able to kind of spread my wings and fly. Uh, this is where I was able to kind of come into my love for football again because I had stopped playing football for a little bit, guys. I, you know, I don't know if you guys know, basketball and baseball are two of the most consuming dreams you can yeah. have. It's just something about the art of those sports that gets people to just solely want to focus on their time. So for me, I have to re-fall in love with football again and fall in love with that work that they can be able to um, – get me to where I am now, which is, you know, being able to play at the University of Michigan and the shortest of stints in New England, but was there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, was able to be blessed enough to to have that opportunity. So for me, it was always wanting to make my mom happy. But then when I fell in love again with the game in high school, it, it turned into this, how can I bring a, I never played the sport out of anger, but how can I bring this lightheartedness to the game that I am so physical and in, in, in doing these things. In. And it was that love for my mother, but also realized I wanted to dominate, man. I I, I, I think that sports is a, a way to really get your confidence. And that's what, you know, uh, my nickname is, some of you guys know this is, you know, people call me the juice. And to bring the juice to be that guy is someone who daily affirms a team <laughs> and, and is a guy that doesn't mind doing nitty gritty, saying the right thing, whether it's comic relief when the team needs it or whether it's uh, being able to be serious when need to. I've always took pride in being a guy that Swiss Army knife. I want to be able to give a team whatever they need, whether that's ranging from my skill set to my mentality. You know, there are going to be days where it's hard. And I guess the culmination of what I'm all trying to say is, is the culmination of being a mama's boy, wanting to fall in love, back with the work, the process of getting greatness itself, and then just straight up just wanted to be a, just one of the, you know, honestly, just one of the bros. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing like that, and that's what I've always been on my coaching staffs and as a player itself, you know, just being a glue guy and what is necessary that day for me to bring to my team. That's what I fell in love with through sports. And it's gotten me pretty far. And now to be here, you know, changing 1,400 lives a day, you know, people think it's just study hall. But to me, that's a, it's a great opportunity to really change lives. Mm-hmm. And coaching, oh, it's freshman basketball. To me, it's a head coaching job, right? That means exactly. I have the opportunity to take that serious. So um, I know that one day I want to be a you know, college or professional head coach, high school head coach, whatever God has in store for me. But I know that I can't do that without the roles that I'm in today, which is managing a bunch of kids, being able to, you know, track and and, and change performance while also being able to just make a kid love life. Man, I think that we get so lost in the shuffle these days. Social media doesn't give you guys really a, a way to take a break. And as a coach, it's my job, and as a study hall minor, it's my job to say, okay, we're a little down in the morale. Let's talk about supervillains today. Or let's talk about the best form of potato, which is tater tot, by the way. But, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, but you know, that, that, that's what it is for me, and that's, that's what I love.
Yeah. I want to go back to something you said. You kind of glossed over it. So you played at Michigan. Yes. And New England, you said, yes, too? Yes. Uh, very, very small stint there. Yeah. Uh, worked out for them there. Was able to get a call back. Was able to pick that up. So, I mean, spent about a week in the tight end room. Got hurt. Then once you kind of get hurt, you know, obviously that's going to lead to somebody being cut. So, you know, my time was not very long there. Mm-hmm. But it was honestly something that taught me that business of the game it's never personal nothing ever is really i mean yeah. most most of the times now sometimes people like to be personal but nothing ever is and it, it, it showed you that okay who is it, it, it led me to the conversation okay who's coach will who is who's aj without this armor called football mm-hmm. and we are all going to have to break up with something at one point in time right and this was the hardest point in time in my life i mean this sport was something i identified as and it was my armor right you know football being a big football player on campus, being that guy, I mean, I could, you know, get away, unfortunately, fortunately, get away with enough to where I still had to learn quite a few lessons, right? I mean, I've been in a little bit of, of everything. So um, for a guy like me, it just, you know, yeah, it was too easy, but it, it also, it, it showed me a little bit of like, if your dreams are your dreams, you got to go for them. And there's a way for when those dreams get altered. Now we have to change what we're doing, right? Like I, just because, I didn't play professionally, never put on the jersey at an actual game, right? Just practices for me, right? Things like that. Doesn't mean that when I do get that college head job, I won't remember that failure and how I never want to experience that again. So how we are going to continue to be the best version of myself to that. That doesn't have to happen. And if it does happen, it's on my terms, right? It's on my terms as a man. I stood and did it my way and maybe it didn't work for somebody, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we don't think about those failures and have them resonating to, you know, why I am the study hall coach monitor that I am today is because of those experiences. Right. I just want to, you, you also just kind of went over this real quick in impacting kids' lives as a freshman basketball coach. Clearly, you've done that because you guys are like, you know, you're 12 and 3, 13 and 2, yeah, having fun while you're doing it. Absolutely. Um, I, I This class, um, tremendous class. I can't even give the name because I don't have the name so many, but I literally, it's so refreshing to see kids coming in competing against themselves and also against other teams while respecting each other. You know how disrespectful it can get in the practice. We all yeah, you, we, we all know. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is even in my I have a I have a kids camp, I have a little youth program as well. And my mission statement even is empowering the youth to navigate, change, and influence the world with respect to others. Because that's the thing we're missing. Right. We don't agree to disagree anymore. We don't know how to take that faulted opinion or that flawed thing that we believe in and still have another person hear it and then respect that. I don't think that the earth is flat, but if Kyrie deems that, <laughs> right, if Kyrie's deeming that as what he is, I'm going to acknowledge that and going to tell him the facts about what I think, right? Shout out to Plato or whoever Aristotle that was back in the day. Who let us know that? But, you know, like we, we, we don't, we, we condemn him for thinking that, even though we know it might be true or false, right? But it's not our job to condemn somebody for their opinion. It's our job to educate and be able to, if they don't accept it, okay. We don't do that anymore, yeah, though. Right, so, yeah. to my point is, it's so refreshing to have 15, you know, 11 kids coming in just saying, I love you, but I hate you today during practice. And my hate for you today is going to make us a better team tomorrow. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, it's not real hate, guys. Sports induced anger. 
Right. 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 It's not real. <laughs> but like, but like, if you get a, if you played a sport, you know what that's like. You feel it. Yeah. yeah. Even if, even if you're on the debate team, you know what it's to be that second chair and have your opportunity come up. And like, you're not rooting for a demise, but when your opportunity comes, it is time to be prepared. Yeah. You know, all all fear is to me is lack of preparation. You know, if you're yeah. afraid, if you're afraid of that moment, it's because you just didn't prepare for it. And even when that moment comes, I have enthusiasm and fake my and fake it till I make it. Right? That's yeah. that's another thing that affirmations do. We're circling all the way back to that. You know, so that's how it is. Yeah, it sounds like you're really focused with like your team or you're coaching a lot of like younger teams right now. Mm-hmm. So. How, and you say you want to get to a like coach at a level that you're hoping to coach at a level that's a little higher. College, professional, right, yeah, right. Exactly. So, how how do you think that would change? That would shift, like your coaching style, because obviously you're trying to shape the lives of younger. Honestly, honestly, it doesn't. Um, people are people, and I think right. that we have to love. I think we too much try to take the term coaching literally. I don't coach my players; I love them. And I so happen to give them instruction that makes me technically a coach, but I love my players. I I I focus more on the relationship than I do actual teaching sometimes because that relationship is going to get you out of your own head when you're in the way. If I don't have an established relationship with a kid and he's in his head, he's gonna be like, what the fuck is my coach talking to me like? Or like, why is my coach, you know, why, why is why is my coach now trying to like you know, care about my well-being. But if you care about it from the jump and you establish that it's care, it's easier to have those conversations. So to answer your question, it doesn't. You love kids no matter what they are, whether they're 28-year-old men and I'm 40, right, or whether they're, you know, 14 and I'm 28 right now, right? You love the player, take care of the player, and then the rest takes care of itself. Because you and I both know how much has a coach, and it shouldn't happen ever, but affected confidence. Don't shoot that shot. It's not about not shooting that shot. It's about, hey, can we take that shot at a different time? Or, hey, can we work on that shot? Mm-hmm. Framing framing is everything. And as coaches, yeah. sometimes, you know, some guys are better with framing their question or their coaching point with a little bit more grace. And some don't really care. And right. me, there are times I'm not going to care, but there are times I'm going to elegantly put it to you. So I think that for me it doesn't change because the way that I coach is love. And now schematically it changes, right? Now X's and O's, my X's and O's gotta always be on on, on point. Right, but right. as far as coaching and loving the person, that will never change for me ever. Whether I'm coaching a grown man or if I'm coaching a child, he can't. I love first and then watch the player change after that. Yeah, right. Personally, I think that's a great way to coach, but I wanna play like devil's advocate Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Just put it in perspective. Absolutely. So do you think that coaching that with that style, like with love, do you think like kids and athletes can take advantage of that at all? Like absolutely. Now yeah. that's now that is the that, I was very gullible coming into coaching because I wanted to believe all kids were just really, you know. But as we know, there are certain people and there are certain things in any commodity or any any business that are just quite frankly bad apples. And now. You know, coach coach has also been a finesser at one point in time too. So I have <laughs> known what it takes to get things passed and by. So you rely on that knowledge, but then you also, again, if you build the relationship with the kid, you know when the lines are coming. 
I know when someone's lying if I build a relationship with them. I know when somebody's struggling and they just don't want to tell me. So, again, yeah, absolutely can get taken advantage of. But technically, am I getting taken advantage of if a kid doesn't want to be loved by somebody like me? Or is that kid taking advantage of himself? You know, like yeah. that's 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 a that's the that's my retort to that because I know I'm gonna get burned. But in the same way as Marshawn Lynch once said, right? I know I'm gonna get God, but I'm gonna get mine more than I get God though. You know? Yeah. And that and I know that's a super reliable. What is he like? I know I'm going to get God. I know there's going to be a child that takes advantage of me, but I'm going to change more lives than I'm getting God. Right. You know? and, that's, yeah. and those are percentages I'm cool with living with. Right. Absolutely. I want to circle back around to because, I mean, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but the recruitment process yeah. at, at, at Sycamore, because I feel like now uh, in terms in terms of college football, different game. it's a business thing. Different game. It's a business thing. Completely but, different. I mean, guys, I mean, but when I was getting recruited, um, my uh, the big the big deal was handwritten letters. Oh, my gosh. If you got the regular generic joint that everybody got sent out, them, right. it was whatever. But once you got the handwritten from coaches, they took that time. Right. That was what people deem as those going on the official visits, putting all the jerseys on. Like right. I wasn't going on official visits, putting jerseys on. Like, right. That just wasn't that just wasn't it. Like that yeah. just wasn't it. Like we 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 in my group chat laugh at that now, right? Like who's <laughs> going to school is just putting on jerseys you don't plan on committing to, right? But that that's just us old heads sounding kind of bitter, right? That we didn't get it. So um recruiting as a whole has different because it was up to my coach's connections solely. If it was my coach's connections, it had to be that. It, or it had to be me getting my name out there so much through my play that coaches came in. So now, I mean, guys, as college coaches come in, they're they're watching your Twitters, they're watching your 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 highlights via Twitter. They don't have to come in and pop in this DVD cassette player and watch this film with your coach. So recruiting is so much more accessible, but that also means there are too many more fit. There's so many more fish in that pond, yeah. right? My pond was so small compared to you guys because. Once you were him, you were him, and you were established that in the city, and you got that type of recognition preceding that. But until you got on, it was tough, right? It was senior day camps, going to camps, trying to figure out, okay, how can I get my name out here? Now, you can get anybody to look at the film, but is the film going to say something? Right, yeah. yeah. Now your film, my film didn't have to be as loud as you guys, but you guys' film has to be so loud has to have such a creative circle on the highlight to be different. What's this thing going to differentiate between this guy that has 16 goals? Right? How do I differentiate myself in that? And more importantly, what it goes back to is being an incredible human being. We're losing fight of that. Like, I know you saw the video of the third graders, you know, some oh, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. doing those things. Yeah. But also, can I get mad at those kids? Because they're doing what they're seeing. Right, yeah. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. So the same way, like, I'm I'm looking at kids, I'm like, man, like, I mean, this kid's on Twitter saying some outlandish things, but it's getting more volume to his profile. They're getting more followers from doing these things. So it's like, as a coach, I would have, if some of my players did some of the things, some of these, I'm telling you, I'd, I'd I'd go crazy. But also, when I'm seeing some of these kids do these things and, the decommittings, the being disrespectful on that, it yeah. got them attention. So why would they not do the thing that gets them more attention? Right. I'm not mad at them. But is it different recruiting now? Yes, because 
me, 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 I, 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 and it translates into this selfish culture. And that's the thing about like back in my day, we recruited classes based off people and do these kids. So you're wondering why is this three star committed to Michigan? Because he's a dude, and we know he's a dude, and he gets along with these type of cats. Right. As opposed to now, four five star, that's what we're looking at first. We let the rest trickle down. It's a different. It's a different life. Now I know there are some of you coaches doing it right, still recruiting great classes, doing incredible things. But just from what I'm seeing as a coach now, I see it as like guys are just. How do I get this attention in my profile, and I'm willing to do so by any means? Yeah. Right. So what what led to your like uh, going to Michigan? Education. Honestly, yeah. believe that or not, right? Like, you know, big drop, like I'm a football player, but education meant the world to me. My mom's only request was give me that piece of paper. My mom did not have the luxury of going to college. Shout out to Smuckers. My mom works at Smuckers. She's worked all the way from the mailroom to now she's plant manager, right? But again, that's a time where you could do that. College wasn't college wasn't the of the essence in this in, at the time when my mom was coming up. So for her, it was huge that I got a, a really good education. And for me, there's no better public school at the time and still now than Michigan. So that education and then guys, honestly, I mean, it's the biggest stadium in the world mm-hmm. other than the Roman Classic, right? Other than something over in Europe. But, you know, there's nothing there's nothing like that Black M and there's nothing like a hundred some thousand people screaming your name. It's mm-hmm. so many guys. Like, big guy, you know Coach William has a lot of personality. So for, for me to have that on a campus of 50,000 people and be the dude. I, I love the idea of that. Yeah. And obviously, like, you know, please, of age children, please watch this. But like Blue Mountain State, you're watching guys like that on this imaginary show be the dude on campus. And you're like, I want that so bad. And all I wanted was a big campus, even better education, where I can just be. That was my biggest thing. Gotcha. How'd you guys do in the years that you played there? I mean, man, I've seen it all, man. I've gone ten and three, beating Florida. Uh, don't like the SEC, uh, <laughs> but you know, you know, beating Florida to not making a bowl game the year before, getting destroyed by Tyler Lockett. I, I Tyler, I, if you ever hear this one day, what you did to us in that Buffalo Wild Wings game was illegal. Yeah, you, you had our corners shuffling like a card deck. Okay, so yeah, he was different. He, he was, was different. different. I don't know who his quarterback was, but he was him. So, um, you know, I, and I've seen those. I mean, I've seen Cloudy get drafted number oh. one overall off of the hit in our game, right? Like, I, yeah, I remember that. Man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm so so. I I would say, guys, I had this beautiful mix of a career of. I ended on the high, though. I beat Florida in my senior year, going out with Jim Harbaugh, you know, his first season there. That was – I could not think of a better way to go out. And right. Now, you know, guys, I I don't – those Big Ten championships that they win don't have my name on it, but that culture I mm-hmm. was a part of started it. Right. Right? We set the foundation for that to happen. So, you know, they always say those who stay will be champions, and I feel that mm-hmm. because I didn't win a championship myself, but – the reason I'm so prideful in my school is because of that work we put in. It's because of that experience we had where it was literally the dark ages. We didn't make a bowl game. People weren't coming to Michigan. And then to turn it around the next year with Harbaugh, like, I don't know, not a lot of people can say they did that, you know, and I'm, yeah. and I'm really proud to have done that. Gotcha. So 
I want to circle to the topic of role models. Hey, now. Role models. Love so yours. I know a lot of people here see you as a role model. But, tough. Tough. But who are your role models? You already know. Chandra Renee Young, the best mom in the business. Mom, I, you know, if you ever heard this, I, I, I cannot explain to you how important she was to me and how much of this blind loyalty you have to have to your mom. Now, guys, I, I say that because I have the most incredible one ever. But my role model, I watched her go to work when she didn't want to. I watched my mom suck it. I, I watched her be exhausted, taking me to everything. So, you know, talk about a role model. That, that That's my number one, first and foremost. And then after that, guys, I mean, I probably have to go. I mean, I, I, this is weird, but as you guys know, I'm a comic book guy, Stan, uh, Stan Lee. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, you talk about being yourself. And you talk about at, at, at some, by all means, too. Because, I, I mean, could you imagine drawing comics growing up at a time that wasn't happening and people right. probably calling you all kinds of names, ripping drawings up, and for him to be that in a time like that and then to be now, especially as a dad, all encompassing, right? I mean, we have LGBTQ members of part of Marvel now, right? We have men, women, black women, right? We have all kind and 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 stand to incorporate all that in drawing. Don't tell me you can't go be passionate about something and change the world. So, oh, it's just study hall to who? Right. right, like, because yeah. you can't tell me I'm not trying to go influence and change somebody who's going to be a teacher and take their job so serious one day, even if they think it's that. Right. Because what do we do? We respect everybody from the CEO to the janitor, and guys like Stan, people like my mom, they work hard and they show you be yourself and watch the rest pay off. So, um, Stan, and then let me think one more. Hold on, sorry, on the. Yes. Topic of Stanley, yes. just who's your favorite superhero? Or oh, Incredible character? Hulk! Incredible okay. Hulk! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about, talk about, <laughs> and I'll give you the reason why. <laughs> anger is the most. Anger is is an emotion that is so volatile, so passion driven, right? And to make that your superpower, that's yeah. the one thing we all hate to be mad. We do not like to be mad, right. but to now be where Bruce Banner is as a scientist, the person that was so smart, but then now you just see the scientist turn into this madman, and then finally bridge the two, right, where he's able to be Hulk in in a calm form, right? It's the total embodiment of mastering emotion while being yourself while also wrecking things. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, 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 that for me, the Incredible Hulk is, is my favorite, man. I, I love that, what he represents. Yeah. They did him dirty in that solo movie a while back. Did him back. dirty. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Oh, yes. Did, did, did my guy so wrong. So, um, yeah, shout out. Shout out to Stan, though, man. Shout out to that. Yeah, I, I was going to mom and Stan, and of course, I mean, the PB coaches growing up, trying to coach Tyrone, trying to coach guys like, um, you know, just realistically, I mean, I mean, you kids, man, for real, y'all, y'all don't realize how much y'all inspire us as teachers, man. We know you guys are going through things all the time, and the good bunch of you guys can really be resilient, man. And it's cool to see that you guys show us that. So you guys are some superheroes too, man, for sure. All right, that's that's a great great yeah. quote there, yeah. yeah but uh, I. Just, 
probably our last thing here. Yeah, so our last thing here. Uh, we talked about this before we started recording, but you have your own podcast of yeah, you know, Panda and, and Juice, Panda and Juice, man. Shout shout out Panda, my teammate Khalid Hill, uh, my brother, man. Uh, you know, we we do the same thing. So anytime you guys ever need something like that, man, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, Panda and Juice, we're on. We're releasing episode two coming up here soon, shortly. So. Guys, go check that out if you can when that drops. And more importantly, thank you for having me. I really yeah, appreciate no it. No problem. Absolutely. <laughs> All, All right. right. If you want to shout out anything else. Anything uh, else. Um, shout out Loveland. Uh, shout out all you awesome kids. And please, please, kids, the one thing I want to shout out is be yourself. Continue to find your version of success. Not somebody else's. Not what other people are telling you is success. Find out what your version of success is. And be the best version of it. I couldn't yeah. be a better way to end. Yeah, that was All great. Right. Thank well, you very much, Mr. Williams. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Hello, everybody. That was episode 10 of Budding Business with Coach Coach Will, the Juice, AJ Williams, everyone you want to so call So many names. That, that was probably one of the best episodes we had so far. Yeah. I mean, the amount of – I just was talking about this to Michael, but the amount of Instagram captions I could pull out of that <laughs> – be your own version of success. That's going right under my next post at Chase Gabe 06. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, Michael, takeaways. Uh, I mean, I just, he just had so much, so much like wealth of wisdom right there. Yeah. Um, but he's, he, and, and, and he's such a, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, he's such a charismatic guy. It's hard mm-hmm. not to, to take any of that in. Right. Yeah. And it, it's real world stuff. This is what money business is about. It's not just business. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just, Stuff that can help you succeed no matter what. And this is this is a prime example right here. But yeah. can, sorry, continue what you were saying. Yeah, oh, you're good, Chase. So I just want to point out, like, he, he seems to live his life with love. I think that's like such a it's such a simple thing just to think about, but it's it's really just something that you should do and keep on your radar when you're right. making decisions. I mean, he has had so much success with that as a coach, as a player, just as a general person. Right. He's, I mean, he's Mr. Love in high school. I mean, you, he can, is. He, you, you, he just, yeah, you can say that, right? Right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on most of these. A wealth of wisdom was a perfect term you used there. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, but, yeah, just like the, the, the journey um, that he took. Um, yeah, that, that story, to hear all that was just incredible. Yeah. Especially, you know, uh, I didn't really mean to get into the topic of, like, recruiting and like the process of recruiting that kind of just came across my mind but the insight you provided with that was was just literally i don't think i could have said any better myself no i mean it's it's yeah this is a guy mr love in high school um, yeah. we'll quote that from michael zakowski but <laughs> yeah that was definitely a lot to take away from but everything positive yeah. and just one other thing he talked a lot about being unique being your own person you right said that as right your next instagram post something right, something right, like right, that right, but, uh, right, right. Be, uh, be your own version of success uh, yeah, yeah, yeah don't and, I, and i'm I, this is the, the one of the best things i took away from this be your own version of success because so often kids want to be i mean i feel like this is something he he could have said too but <laughs> kids want to be be the next you know, LeBron. They want to be, be, the be, 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 be Steph Curry. They want to be Steph Curry, but be be the next be, you. Be the next you. Be your own version of success. Yeah. You know, just because Jordan had a sixty-three point game, that doesn't mean you're going to have sixty-three in a game, right? You have. You to might be, get sixty-four. You might have to be your own version of success, and then don't don't because high expectations. If you have these high expectations. And, and you don't meet them, that 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 hurts. Like I can tell you firsthand when, when you set expectations high for yourself, 
and you don't meet them, that that hurts. So for to be your own version of success, don't set them too high. You you can achieve your goals, but only if you're you, not somebody else. Okay. Yeah.